0: What do you want? <laughs> do you want some scratches? Oh yeah, good scratches. Behind the ears. Belly rubs, okay. We're in for belly rubs today. It's Raccoon Radio. The radio de Raston. It's Raccoon Radio. Mm-hmm. Dear survivors of all things not entirely unforeseen, dear strangers adrift alone or huddled together, this is Raccoon Radio. Still alive, still broadcasting, and of course, with me in the studio, as always, our very special guest, our very own rioting rascal Raccoon. Back in the days, this raccoon could have been the star of its own sitcom. Raccoon at Noon. Steph and Marvin are just an average couple living an average life in an average suburb, until one afternoon a lone raccoon shows up in their garage. It is small, it is not very pretty, and it has a bad attitude. But what's a nice suburban couple to do? Of course, they take the raccoon in and listen as it shares its observations of humankind and tries to eat the- Hey, I'm just kidding! Come back! I was just trying to lighten the mood. It was a joke! (sighs) And off it goes. The raccoon's been in a weird mood lately. I tried cheering it up. Board games usually do the trick. We still have some lying around that aren't missing too many parts. Only problem is they're mostly games for three players or more. Status update. The seas are calm. The computer has been quiet for the last hours. Thank box for that. Food supplies are running low, but we're not running out of options. We'll be fine. For the first time in a long time, I feel like everything will be okay. Eventually. Are you feeling better? Yes. Yes, everything is going to be just fine. I won't say everything is just peachy because that would be a terrible overstatement. Also, that was Masha's go-to sentence, her signature line, her catchphrase, I have a confession to make. I kept information from you. I didn't feel ready to share this with you just yet, but today, all factors considered and combined, it's a good day to finally open up to you. I try not to make a habit of speaking about my own feelings. On air. I'm a journalist. I was trained to speak about facts. I try to gather truthful information and get it out there. Journalism should never be emotional. But, if the only thing left for me to report on is what's happening on this ship... You deserve to be told the whole story. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I will tell you everything that happened in the right order. I pledged to always broadcast the whole truth. I stayed true to my pledge as best as I could, even when it meant living offshore joining a ship of Echo Pirates. Staying quiet about what happened on this ship seems just as untruthful as telling a lie. You deserve the truth. You deserve to know why I didn't broadcast for so long. Most importantly, you deserve to know what happened to Masha. Even if it still hurts to even think about it. So... After Pete and Sven left us to be with their families, it was just Betty, Masha, the raccoon, and me on this ship. Then after Betty disappeared, our count went down to three. We spent days and days searching for Betty. She wasn't on board of our ship. Masha even took the one lifeboat we still had left to comb through the waves. We did not find her. As we learned to accept that she was gone, things slowly got better again. Masha moved into my cabin. I felt at home. I hadn't felt that way in a long time. We were a family. I miss those times. I miss all the pirates, but if I was able to bring only one of them back, I would choose Masha our last anniversary together, she recycled a black and white shirt to make two stripy black and white raccoonish shirts so we could look like the proud parents we are, were. Those shirts still have to be lying around somewhere. She was fantastic. She was so inventive and smart and strong-minded. Masha always came up with a plan. There's no way left to reach our affiliates on shore. Let's steal some drones. No drinking water left? Get Sven to splice some water filtering fungi. No fuel left? Get some jury-rigged solar panels and patch them into the engine. Masha steered this ship through every weather, knowing exactly how to. She renewed our maps every time we passed places that didn't match up spaces on our maps that still showed land but had turned into water or something different masha told me how centuries ago people found their course on the water by looking at the stars yes i'm 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 getting to it okay do you want to take over this isn't easy for me okay I'm trying. Where was I? Right. Masha was inventive. She liked fixing and recycling things, turning something old I considered trash into something different and useful. I've never seen anything sexier in my life than that woman operating a welding machine. She looked like a goddess. Wearing boxy, fireproof clothing, those giant safety goggles and heavy boots. Glowing sparks flying all around, illuminating the ship's skeleton. We had a leak. There was a leak in the ceiling of the ship's canteen and Masha decided to fix it. I helped gathering all sorts of equipment we had left, mostly nails, some metal scraps and other things. She fixed that leak in no time, but we didn't do a good job putting the material back into the boxes where it belonged. I didn't do a good job. I didn't check if everything was put away and stored safely. While we were fooling around in the canteen, Immature and unsuspecting as we were, Masha slipped, stepped into a nail, and her left foot got infected. I sterilized the wound and made her try every medicine we had left on board, every herb or tube that looked like it could contain something that could heal her. I gave it to her and hoped. I held on to that hope for as long as possible. Even when the cramps got so bad, her body started to get paralyzed. I knew we had reached the end of the line when she stopped speaking. I spent every night holding her hand, holding her when her whole body started shivering against her will. One morning, she just stopped breathing. I tried mouth to mouth, I tried reanimating her when her heart stopped beating. Of course we didn't have a defibrillator on board, we didn't need one. We were young and nothing could touch us. Masha died in my arms. In our cabin. Sorry, I'll be back. I just need a minute. vous faire mes adieux Je reviendrai S'il plaît à Dieu je reviendrai Le cœur tout empli de ton Did you just put on her favorite song all by yourself? I thought you smashed all the CDs that were still in here for your arts project. I never thought I would listen to this song ever again. I'm back. It feels good to have shared this with you. After Masha's death, I couldn't sleep or think for days. The raccoon actually forced me to eat. If it wasn't for it, I would probably not be sitting here right now. It's tough to feel responsible for the death of the love of your life. (laughs) I'm happy to be alive. I just miss her. Every day. She didn't make life on this ship more bearable. She made it peachy. Everything was just peachy with Masha, warm and sweet, bit fuzzy, my incredible helmswoman. You know, in a way, it's kind of nice to be the one left behind. I'm going to keep going as long and as good as I can, but when my time comes I know who's waiting on the other side. For me. Hopefully I'll make them proud. We will make them proud. You're damn right. As long as Hilda is keeping us safe. On into the unknown. Staying adrift on a kind tide. We're not doing too bad on that, eh? High five! What's that? (gasps) Oh, you found our chess figurines! I thought those all went overboard. You threw them. I I saw you throwing them. All right, that settles it then. The raccoon and I are off to play a round of chess. Catch you next time, to learn how to know what's going on outside of your ship without looking outside. And. Tips for anxiety management concerning closed versus open doors. More specifically, how to deal with rooms you haven't been inside for a long time because you're scared of memories and the other stuff that could be waiting for you. Until then, stay afloat, wherever you are. Tell your loved ones you love them whenever you can. Stay alive! It's for Radio. It's a Radio. It isn't <sniffs> <coughs> radio <coughs> 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 It radio so The radio. The so radio. A radio a radio. It's it's a radio. A radio. You've been listening to Raccoon Radio, a podcast written and produced by Franziska Schrauss and Josephine Hochbruck. The voice of the broadcaster is Josephine Hochbruck. The voice of the raccoon is Franziska Schwarz. Original music by Catnip Evergreen. The song featured in this episode was Je viens à vous, Suivi des Blanches Fleurs by Marie Paulette. You can find them on SoundCloud. Just follow the link in our description. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at raccoon.radio. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and would like us to keep producing new episodes, consider buying us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash raccoonradio. More episodes are on their way. Until then, stay afloat.